Bazooka, the video game podcast. We are proud to be part of the Outhousers.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. I am El Blanco Gigante. Joining me as usual is Doomy Doomer. That's right. Yeah. As usual. As usual, because no one else will talk to us. That's all right. I I personally don't even like talking to us. <laughs> well, did you know that Assassin's Creed may not be annualized when it returns again? Really? Yeah. What does that mean? So no 2016 Assassin's Creed? We will not see a, a, a major installment for 2016. Um, <laughs> the CEO, Yves Guillemont, uh-huh. had announced that they're going to, I guess, take a step back and not so much reimagine, but just, I guess, assess where the game is, has been and where it's going. And then they'll come back out in 2017, but they're not committing to like a yearly release beyond that. So uh-huh. I'm not sure if that'll be. Uh, I, you know, it can't be a bad thing. I, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten around to the syndicate yet. But uh, Unity got panned, and the Assassin's Creed 4, I mean, it was okay. I liked 4. Yeah, it was, it was more like a pirate game, not an Assassin's Creed game. Um, True. It's still, it, I feel like I, that was probably the, sadly, I mean, next to the Ezio trilogy, I, I think 4 is probably the next best thing. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that from what I've played. I, I didn't like one. Uh, one was interesting but boring, I guess. It's like tech the tech demo. Yeah, the, the you know what you could do and all. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. This the ideas and all were really cool, but I got bored in the game. Uh, the Ezio ones I thought were awesome. Yep. Um, I skipped three. Uh, because I heard too many people saying like, um, angry things about it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, including you. And yep. I played four, uh, which was fun and all, but I did, I was, I guess, you know, comparing it back to the Ezio ones, I was like, this isn't really Assassin's Creed. Um, And then I didn't play Unity because you seem to be rather unhappy with Unity. You know, and I was I, like, I don't think I'm going to play that. Yeah. I mean, technical issues aside, because there's quite a few. Well, it's a movie um, game, so it was kind of, kind of boring. Like after you you started doing the the missions in the beginning, you know, it, I feel like the story in Unity just kind of went flat. And then the side missions, some of the side missions, like you had to like pay for the DLC. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, I guess that's the way all games are today. But sure, I think they even like wanted you to use their app. Yeah, you were phone. saying there was there's a mobile app with purchases or some shit that itself had dlc that itself yeah. had in-app purchases and i was like really yeah Come so on. that that's that that's uh you know it's a bit dirty yeah so i was just like nah. Uh, i mean i've seen worse i've seen worse uh amongst developers but that seemed pretty bad it wouldn't make me happy i can tell you that but things are a lot simpler back in the Etsy days ah uh, yeah the game's just so good yeah um so that's, you know, where Ubi's at. They're going to do some rolling, I oh, guess, Ubi. with it. Destiny has uh, announced their new weapons and armor from Iron Banner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, re- I don't really <laughs> care. So, um, we saw that, uh, this week that we're going to see the new, uh, got a, a, I guess, teasers um, for the new DLC, three new DLC pieces for uh, Fallout 4. And now they're more money. Uh, and they're raising the price of the season pass. But, I mean, at least it looks like you're getting it. These first three, at least it's like it seems like it'd be a decent chunk. And I assume that if you already bought the season pass, they're not going to make you pay more. I would, I mean, I would imagine that if, you should, if they did, people would, <laughs> people, people would riot, probably. Yeah. But it's, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I can't imagine... I, I imagine if you already picked up the season pass, you're you're all good. But they're going to raise the price to forty nine ninety nine. I think they said. Yep. But they're at least seem to be planning a decent amount. Like they're, they're the three pieces that we're going to get. Um. They're coming out in March, April, and May is when they start rolling. 
I think I think it'll be I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't. Yeah, do I generally do don't buy the DLCs or stuff like that, which is weird because I really liked most of the Bethesda games, like the Elder Scrolls, obviously, and, and Fallout Three, mm-hmm. even Fallout Four. Um, but all those games, like I ended up getting the DLC like after the fact. Like if my, if my buddy bought the Game of the Year edition. A year later, I usually had all the DLCs, and he would just lend me the disc, and I would install them. Uh, these days, it's a little different, obviously. Right. It doesn't work like that, but in passing, I, I would end up playing the DLC of these games, and they never really like added enough to warrant me spending the money to you know, buy these DLCs. So I, I have a feeling it's the same thing with the, the upcoming ones. Well, I, the... $50. $50. I mean, the game was 60 The game itself was $60. True. Well, I mean, you... So they need to give you at least 90% of what they already gave you. <laughs> well, these first three, uh, Automatron, you're going to get, is, is a $10 release in March. Mm-hmm. Wasteland Workshop's a $5 release in April. And then there's Far Harbor. It's going to be $25. That looks like Far Harbor's gonna be pretty freaking big. It's supposed to be based on, a, I think, based on a real place, but I'm, I don't know for sure. Yeah, no, that's great. I mean, so I mean, like, it seems like you're getting a decent amount just uh-huh. in the, just in this beginning portion. That's good. But I don't, you know, I, I, I would wait for a sale. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Um, the open beta for the division starts this week. Will this week end? Ah, uh, yes. So I guess I was part of a closed beta. You were part of the closed beta. Yeah. I, I was pseudo part of the closed beta. I wonder if I can use the same beta you can. launcher. You can. You download a, it's like a, a gig patch or something like that. You download. Okay. Unless you're me who had to uninstall it, you have to download a 27 gig file now. Holy shit. Yeah, I probably set that to. Did I tell you I ran out of space like a month ago on my PS4? No shit. Yeah, a month before that on my Xbox One, but the PS4 has got a terabyte drive in it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was the first thing out. you and I both did was change out the drives when we got it. Yeah. Yep. Probably Damn. a smart thing to do because it lasted me a little over a year, I guess. No, longer than you've had. We've had the PS4 longer than that. When did it come out? Like 2014. November. No, okay. Well, that would be a little over a year then, right? Oh, I think, I'm sorry. I thought you said you had it a year. Oh, I said a little over a year. I, I didn't hear the little over. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I ran out of space and I had to delete some <laughs> shit. Kind of sucked. But I guess you can't hoard. You can't keep hoarding things. The mm. one thing I will not delete, though, is PT. Well, okay, if you delete it, can you go back and get it? Is it in your I library? Know. I don't know. I, I've seen people do that. And mm-hmm. then I wonder, like, though, down the road, can they just be like, eh, it's no longer allowed. So we're just going to take it away. So I'm leaving it installed. I understand that. But still. Oof. But sticking with Bethesda, they have... If, if, it, it, Todd Howard, um, he's a director of Fallout 4 and Skyrim, said, had said that the developer has uh, three big different like side projects, but vague is all hell. Yeah. So, Side projects. That doesn't sound like uh, Elder Scrolls. Um, no, I think Elder Scrolls is something you can probably guarantee. You and I were talking about that the other day. Yeah. You know, um, during the during, Nelly. during the announcement, somebody <laughs> has said, "Does it rhyme with Fallout 5? <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny. That's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, so there's going to be more coming from Bethesda, mm-hmm. apparently. And finally, what I have, I was like, uh-oh. Kind of, I was like, oh, I don't I don't know if this is good or bad. Uh-huh. But lead writer to Mass Effect Andromeda, Chris Sherliff? Scherf? Scherlerf? Scherlerf? Uh, sure. That sounds good. I'm Let's sorry. Go with that. I'm sorry, Chris. Scherlerfer. He left Bioware for Bungie. Well, you know, I mean, uh, Bungie could definitely use a good writer, for Christ's sakes. Bungie could use just several a, good writers. I'll say, <laughs> you know, Destiny needs more than just one writer. They need many, 
Yeah. Man, they they actually need to start from scratch, which we've already heard that Destiny Two is delayed. They're not going to make a September twenty sixteen release that you know was initially planned. That we're going to see it in twenty seventeen sometime. Yeah, I'm not real. I'm not. I wasn't shocked by it. The part that shocked me was when um, Activision announced that there'll be a large DLC this year. I'm which... pretty sure everybody at Bungie shit their pants. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think any of them knew? <laughs> we <laughs> Cause, are? Because <laughs> they had just... It wasn't that long ago. They said they were going to stick to be a more event-driven... Um, they're going to they're gonna make the game more event-driven as they pretty much whittle down to like a skeleton live team while everyone else is going to be working on um, Destiny 2. So then Activision goes, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I wonder if somewhere along the line says, you know what, you're not going to fucking make your your uh, your release date fine. Guess what, you're all gonna, guess what you are going to put out. <laughs> so well, I... A very large, they actually said, I believe it was a large expansion is what they used, the, the yeah. term. So you can guarantee this next bitch is going to cost $40. Well, I it's, it's going to have to be a decent size. Like, I don't know if there's still one more piece of uh, the game that was held back. That kind of like just in, like a just in case kind of thing. Which would have been smart because, you know, how delays happen all the time. You know, that's that's not just. That's I think they not, got everything. I think everything I've broken into and everybody else has broken into has been broken into. And at this point, they're just flying free and they have to rely on new content. Oh, see, no, that's. I would have hoped that they kept something in their back pocket, like as in like a, like for like an oh shit moment, you know, like when when a delay comes in, because like I was just saying, like you know, delays are inevitable, like they happen to every developer. It's not like it's, this isn't like just just Bungie, you know, having a delay, but you know, if they have to create something brand new, oh boy, yeah, <laughs> you know, just oh boy. But yeah, they're going. They're gaining uh, Mass Effect Andromeda's lead writer, which worries me a little bit about Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, well, honestly, I have a feeling that his part has already been like done. Like they probably wrote that shit a while ago, and it's all set, and now they're just building off of that. So I'm That's sure true. his ideas are already on pen and paper. That's true. Or computer bits. <laughs> <laughs> Google Drive. <laughs> I mean, it, it, do you think anything's going on at Bioware? Because they lost other like high-profile guys to different dev companies. Uh, Chris Wynn left for uh, H1Z1. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, not H1Z1. Um, I thought he did the, leave for that. Yeah, but that's not that's not the name of the company. But he, you know, same he, game. Yeah, he left uh, for Daybreak. Um. Gator left for Beam Dog, so it's just I'm wondering, like, it was like, uh, is 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 there something happening? Bioware, yeah, you know, I mean, they're still planning as of now uh, to release Mass Effect Andromeda late, you know, later this year, which you know we're already heading into the second quarter, so I would assume like sometime around, I would imagine fourth well, quarter, but I don't know if you remember or not, but it seemed like uh, Bethesda released stuff for Fallout Four very late in the cycle mm-hmm. and then it came out it wasn't like they showed something early and then we were all like oh it looks great or it looks like shit you know um so i wonder if that's true bioware is doing the same thing where they're holding off so people aren't picking it apart left and right oh this has changed this isn't the same yeah you know this door doesn't shut like it did in the <laughs> e3 yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. I, I think all these companies, all these development companies, should be smart to do that, to to just not show anything. <laughs> well, I mean, there we saw a little teaser, you know, the announcement teaser for. Yeah, but that's my point. That was way late in the game. Way late in the game. No, I meant for Andromeda. Oh well, yeah. yeah. I mean, and when I say saw... teaser, it was like what thirty seconds. Yeah, plus the stuff we saw it was all CG. It was all just rendered. Right. Was pre-rendered, and I think everybody knows that. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, I, you, do I just, a, you do have a point though that you know, kind of yeah. hanging on to it, and then just kind of like here it an- is. Announce it, and then like we're gonna release in like a month. So everybody's like, woo! Yeah. So you don't have to like, you don't have to be like uh, the old gaming industry where it's like you're waiting three years for a game, mm-hmm. two years for a game. 
and then sometimes those games don't even come out. Yeah. I, I, I think it's kind of things are kind of different today. And I think back then they did it to be to to build like the hype and to get pre orders. Oh sure. You know, and it makes sense. Yeah. So you show shit and people are like, Oh, it's amazing and then they, they go out and pre order. But I think these guys are getting wind that we're like, fuck that. The game doesn't look like that when we get it. It's not going to pre-order at all. I'm going to have to pre-order Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, why don't you just wait for the store and go, yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I have to have it. Day one? Yeah, yeah, I have to have that one. I need uh, Best Buy or Amazon to deliver it on my, my doorstep. Yeah. Day one. Yeah. And then I'd... stare at it as... My children are awake and like go to sleep. Maybe like four o'clock in the afternoon. Go to sleep. <laughs> but dad, it's four o'clock. Go to sleep. Nighttime. Only dreams now. Only dreams. <laughs> Shut all the curtains. So see, dark. Nighttime. Uh, sometimes it's brutal. I forget what game I recently got, and I just couldn't play it. I had to wait. Um, I can't remember what game it was, but Gravity Rush Remaster. You know what? It was probably that, and I probably could have played that because I haven't played that with my youngest. Because he's been, he actually has been playing it. <laughs> how's how how do they train? I mean, I haven't haven't opened it yet, but how's it? Uh, how's it's it held feel? up Com- well. It's held up really well. Good, because I mean, like the better than well. It's uh, the it, Vita. It, you you know you used like you know the like it. You can move the Vita around and like you know well stuff I mean, like I wonder how how did that all the accelerometer? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of it. It's just you know, yeah, the big, PS4 big controller is an accelerometer. Numbers. Yeah, but it's not quite the same like when you're holding it and looking at the screen itself no I I understand what you're saying Um, I I honestly think that it it kind of is more of a like help a helpful hand and you use that right stick to do the rest oh cool yeah sweet yeah I can't wait to get into that but it's running at 60 frames per second they upgrade the textures Um, the game looks great the art style looks great Uh, yeah I thought that was one of the things I really liked about it they have definitely changed some things, similar to how uh, on the Wii U they changed the Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. If you compare Wind Waker to the original uh, GameCube version, mm-hmm. the Wii U version is much more like shaded, like rounded polygons and less harsh lines. Gotcha. And that's kind of how this one's rolling. Cool. But they they didn't just port it. They they definitely did their due diligence of uh, you know polished it up a bit, expanding on what they already had. Yeah, polishing it. Excellent. Yep. So I'm I'm enjoying it, and uh, honestly, it, it's we've already put several hours into the game just doing side quests and collecting shit. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So it's it's definitely worth the thirty dollar price tag and twenty three dollars or whatever we paid for it. Uh, I paid eighteen something. How did you pay eighteen something? Well, I had the twenty percent discount, and then I had points. Oh. On, yeah. uh, on the. You can't count that. Oh, okay. Kind of like how I got um, how I got Fallout Four for eleven dollars. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just I was like, oh, I got, I got points. But since you were bringing up, you know, the cost of the game, you had stumbled upon something earlier this week that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really interesting. Actually, there's a game called Firewatch, and mm-hmm. I've been sort of following it as it's been in development. Mm-hmm. Looks very cool, very much my kind of game where you just wander around things and solve puzzles or or whatever. It, it looked like a puzzle game, at least from the original stuff I was watching, but I'm not quite sure if it is or not. Uh, full disclosure, I haven't played this game yet. Okay. I plan on, plan on buying it, All right. uh, but I just have not yet because I'm torn on price. Hmm. And that's kind of where this is all going. And I, I found this article really interesting. It was on Kotaku, and I can link to it once I post this episode. But basically, somebody purchased it on Steam, and uh, on Steam it's eighteen bucks. Okay. So it's a little cheaper. It's twenty bucks on uh, PSN and Xbox mm-hmm. Live. One of the, I guess, the Steam users posted a uh, like an like an open letter to the developer mm-hmm. and basically it was like you know i beat this game in two to three hours i really enjoyed it i like games like this a lot and i want to support the developer but really is 18 dollars worth what i played 
is it worth the money? Is is the oh okay. is the cost of the game at whatever the the math is value for value? Yeah, if you're doing you know what it was like no agenda nine dollars per hour if you beat it in two hours right for 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 the, this game right um and it was a very interesting uh letter and the guy was very nice it wasn't like he was like i'm so mad i want my money back or anything like that but he was just kind of like an open letter here and okay he, so it was like an it was actually an open letter to like the community on the, on the community okay yeah and okay. that's kind of how steam rolls they're, they're pretty open like that uh, yeah. generally okay. speaking i'm sure there's ass heads everywhere but oh yeah <laughs> that's every community um but yeah this is a really harmless you know it wasn't like he was angry and being a, sure. a peon he was just getting like an opinion poll kind of thing correct okay and uh surprisingly the developer uh which i can't remember his name but he responded was it a he i believe it was a he or it was a jane Maybe it's a she. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Their <laughs> okay. name was Jane. Jane something. Jane and G. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the, the, they wrote back and they, they stated right away that you know they don't normally write back to people because or engage because it, it's dwelling on it and they don't want to get involved like emotionally with someone who's upset with their game or wants their money back. And I can totally understand that. You need to have separation because you can't please everybody. No. It never will. Nope. Even when you and I like a game, there's still always something we're like, ah, you know, this one part sucked or yep. whatever. Absolutely. So you're not going to please everybody, even to that minutia. Mm-hmm. But it was cool because this this person wrote back to the uh, to the Steam person and basically explained to them, like, you know, look, we were a small team. We had shit going on, real life stuff. We're human, and we were a small family working on this thing and we priced this thing accordingly to what we thought was appropriate. It could have been $40. It could have been 20, you know, $30. It could, it could be more, but they decided to choose 18 and obviously 20 for the consoles, probably because there's extra cost on the consoles. Yeah, there's probably, yeah. Um, and it was just really nice to see two, a two way route here where they're both, you know, saying their, their side of the, the thing here and there's no like shit slinging. Right, yeah. And it kind of opened up for me. I was like, you know, because I'm torn about this still. I'm torn about buying the game because it, you look at a game and you want you want more than a two hour game. You mm-hmm. want it's not a cell phone game. You want something right. more out of it. And I, I've played games that cost less that I've put way more hours into. Oh, sure, sure. So how do you? Like, how do you um, calculate worth? And it, it comes down to, I guess, what you want, really. Yeah. If you just want a game that draws on like crazy and grinds, Destiny is a game for you. <laughs> you know? But if you want a, a story, a linear story, where you are just kind of long for the ride, maybe this is a perfect price tag for it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for a small team that... Um, it it sounded like the team like really gave up like really high paying jobs like they were involved in industry and other places making lots of money. Oh they yeah. Left and then came to you know this this uh, this company for Firewatch to try something new. And I get you know I I get where they're coming from. Yeah. You, after you spend absolutely countless hours on something, you know, like the team of them you know, put a buttload of hours together to make this game that they, you know, had a passion for because this is, they like you said, they left larger companies where I guess you could you'd be considered like a cog, you know, yep. to work on big titles or whatever and probably pull a nice, comfortable paycheck to this kind of thing where, you know, you're, you know, your ass is to the fire because, it, you know, if this game fails, then, well, you failed. And now you're like, well, what the hell, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I... I mean, you and, and, you know, when we both do freelance work, I and mean, it is a little tricky when you try to, like, well, this is what, how much I want to get paid to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And you te- you do have clients who look and go, you're out of your mind. I can get, I can pay someone $10 to do this. So, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, go for it. Yep. I've, go, uh, f- I've go find your Go find your $10 logo. Go, I've turned you know. away plenty of people because they felt that I was not worth what I was asking. And yeah. right away, uh, you're doing yourself a disservice. Anybody out there who's new to the freelance game, you were doing yourself a disservice if you um, bend 
enough to that kind of person because those clients are not worth having. They're the worst <laughs> clients on the planet. Usually. Now, I mean, I, uh, it's, it's also coming, you know, on the other, on the other side of it, like, you know, uh, uh, from the consumer side, it, it's, you know, everybody, you know, it, 18 bucks can mean, you know, like nothing to somebody. Cause like, oh, I just, you know, what's $18 to me. Other people would be like, Oh, thank God I have 18 bucks. I can get, you know, gas or something sure well it's funny because the in the comic comments of the kotaku article somebody wrote i paid 18 bucks for tacos last week (laughs) so right there you can spend that much you know oh it's hilarious and patricia from kotaku is like nice what'd you get (laughs) guy responds tacos (laughs) Tacos. i went more than once (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's it's true though like you, you how do you Quantify, really. That's the word I've been looking for. Oh, there you go. And it's all really SAT personal. Word. Yeah, but it's really it's a really a personal thing. Like, how do you quantify worth? You know, I I look at, uh, and I I guess this is like an unfair scale. It's kind of like how I look at comics. I'm oh, here. We go. Well, I'm easier <laughs> going. Like when I read something or I try something new on an indie book. Sure. Than I am from like uh, a a major type like uh, a ma- like for, like if it's from Marvel or DC, you know, I plunk down my you know my four bucks for their book. Oh it better that's three ninety nine. Yeah, three ninety nine. Yeah, it better be awesome. Yeah, I better. I, ex- I expect I expect a lot from them because I know they have the money behind it. I know they have the ability to gr- to grab talent, and I know you know. So I expect a lot more right out of the gate from them. Like I expect a lot from like, um, a Bethesda or or sure. Activision or Ubisoft. Bungie or you know or, yeah Ubisoft. I expect a lot from them, maybe unfairly, you know. But they're like veterans nah. who've been through the you know the grind and they know, and they have usually have the backing power to like pull out something. And then when it comes to like an an indie group, you know they're coming together to try to make a game. You know, I'm like, well, I, I almost, I almost don't really can't worry about too much about how much they're asking, unless it's just way astronomical. I'm like, I can't afford that, you know. But I mean, it's because I've had so much fun on a lot of indie games. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, I would, I, I would. All right, you know what? I don't think it's ever going to come out, but No Man's Sky. <laughs> I, I just, oh my god, man! At this point, I think it's vaporware. But, yeah, you know, like if that, from what they're showing and everything they've been putting into it and everything they're trying, like if they came out and said this is a forty dollars game, I'd be like, all right, forty bucks. I think it's gonna be at least. You know, it's probably gonna be a sixty dollars game. Right, but you know what? I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like some of these other AAA titles and all, I'm like, what? What did? I, what? Why? Why did I buy? What? What, did yeah. I, what the hell did I just get? You know. And like if. If I get No Man's Sky, if it ever comes out, which I don't think it will, um, and it turns out I don't like it, I'm a little less angry because I'm like, well, you know, I tried it. These guys, you know, broke their ass trying to put it together. So, I mean, like, it's, y- y- you know. Yep. No, I know completely what you're saying. So, like, I don't actually see $18, even if it's a very, very short game of two hours or whatever. It doesn't seem too bad. It doesn't seem that, you know, it doesn't seem like you're asking a lot. Yeah. Uh, this game has generally gotten great reviews. Mm-hmm. Mostly the negatives have been around being so linear and, again, being so short. And I believe people have even commented that it solves its own mystery. Which, you know, you want the you want the user to to have that epiphany. You know, you want the user to be the one to solve the, sure. uh, the mystery. So I honestly, this game to me sounds more like a like walkthrough story, almost like um, Gone Gone Home, which okay. I paid money for and had no problem spending the money for that game. Sounds right. great, very explorative, you know. So I probably will buy Firewatch at um, full price. Mm-hmm. I was just interested to hear what you thought about the uh, the whole thing, and I thought it was well handled. Yeah, you know, I one I thought the the person posting the open letter was did it very did it very you know 
uh, nicely. Didn't do the whole flaming thing where he's like, oh, I'm pissed off. It is kind of you know weird, though. One thing I will mention um, about that, now that you brought it back up, they beat the game. Mm-hmm. They played through it. They said they enjoyed the game. They like games like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're asking, should I or shan't I ask for a refund? Because it's within the uh, Steam window of refunds. Yeah, that's, you get two weeks, right? 14 days? I, it's also a matter of hours. So if you put, I think, three hours is the cutoff, or four oh, hours or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can't, you can't play the game and beat it. Like if it's a lot of long, uh, you know, game and then gotcha. expect to get a refund. Okay, but I got you. That's kind of what this guy was doing. Almost like he rented it free. Yeah. So this person in particular, in my opinion, does not have any grounds for a refund because he enjoyed the game and played through it all. So already, like, it's like eating your meal and then complaining about it and wanting money off your your bill. Or wanting your money back entirely. Yeah, it's like, well, you you ate it. You ate the food. If it was so awful, why did you eat it? Right. I've been out to restaurants. That's actually happened. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, So in that regard, I think the person is kind of a little off base. Um, I think if if that scenario went down, that's it. You know, you've... You know what? (laughs) You ate your meal. (laughs) I I kind of wonder then, now now that you you posted it... that angle, yeah. From that angle, I kind of wonder if they were, if they actually thought like, "Hey, I, I could have, I could have played this game for free," but then were kind of a good enough person that they were like, their moral compass started to ping, and they're like, um, "Maybe uh, this feel," you know. Well, this so is like, what they wrote, you know, and asked the kind of the community kind of thing to see if uh-huh. I guess, I guess if enough people said like, "Yeah, get your money back," woo. You know, we'd be like, yeah, I'll do it, you know? Well, this is what the person wrote, like, almost immediately after, apparently. Um, I've made my decision to keep the game. Campo Santo had more balls than Donald Trump on steroids to make this game, and they deserve the money. Feel free to talk about the games, this game, developers, morals, refunds, or whatever, but I will not be changing my decision. End quote. Mm-hmm. So that person obviously had made up his mind after getting a letter from Jane. Jade, that uh, they were not going to ask for a refund, right? And as the uh, since they did complete, you know, finish the game, and had and did enjoy it and all, I guess yeah, it's that 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 is a little tricky to ask for your money back. I guess it's different from my perspective because I haven't purchased the game yet. Um, sure, and I'm used to, I'm used to indie games being short. In general, mm-hmm. I would say I would say most indie games are short, depending on what it is. I mean, the Swapper is an indie game, great indie game, and that infuriating game at times. Very, very infuriating at times, <laughs> and long because it's infuriating. Uh, yes. I, I, it's it's getting to this point though. Like, what is indie anymore? Like, is it the size of the company? Is it the what? Uh, is it the? I guess you know what the hell is it? What defines an indie game? Is it how much it cost? Is it who's hmm. making it? Because would you would you say that game, Grow Home, is sure. an indie game? I would. And that's Ubisoft, I believe. Yeah, I say, but they'll publish it. They did, they, but they published it. They did they develop it though. But the point is, because you usually, can get, you can have indie it. games. Usually, indie games though are self-published or published by a smaller company. So it's not like it's being published by EA. Uh, Ubisoft or all these, so True. okay. So we're defining it by developer then. I would I would define an indie game by a developer. Like now, if you're if you dev, you know dev a game that catch, catches the attention of like a publisher, then I mean I would I would imagine that no that guy. There you go. I would imagine that um that developer all over that <laughs> that, de- that developer would be like, oh, this is awesome. You know, we have somebody who's going to. Uh, back the game, right? You know, um, I do realize that the indie devs that actually self-publish are at a, at a significant disadvantage, and you know, have have to work that much harder to get like their game out there because they're having to push it out there. Um, mm-hmm. but I would definitely think that to, to go, to, I would in this case to me, indie is the developer. 
I think the developer needs to bleed, and I think they need to go through a divorce, and I think they need to <laughs> become Christ. heroin addicts, <laughs> and I think they need to, yes, sell all of their organs to fund the game. This almost sounds like a scene from Wet Hot American Summer. Does it? Remember they all went to town? Oh, God, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to go into town. Like, yay. <laughs> they went into town. Also, they're yeah. like becoming like heroin addicts and shit. It was like train spotting. Yep. And then they came back and they're like, hey. <laughs> yeah, nice. Good reference there. Well, that's what I thought you were referencing. No, I was just randomly. I, I just know I watched the the indie game documentary about the guys who did Super Meat Boy and the guy mm-hmm. who made Fez and uh, Braid, even, Jonathan Blow. Mm-hmm. Um, they all really worked to the bone, like to the breaking point of their sanity. Didn't the Fez guy go nuts or something? Well, the Fez guy, I mean, he's he's a delicate little flower, you know. Uh, that's, okay, there was there was something about him online, right? Didn't he get into an argument or something? Yeah, or was, that, was that somebody else I'm thinking of? No, that's that's uh, I forget his name already, but yeah, that that was uh, that was that guy. But okay. you know, whatever. I know. I liked Fez a lot. I thought it was fun. I love the music of Fez. I was saying it had neat music. Makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um. And sorry, playing. my wife is uh, texting me. Oh really? Anyway, um, very professional. So, yeah, those, very those guys, professional during the show. Oh yeah, because our show's so professional. I I think that like back then was like what what an indie person or what an indie developer was, and to a great extent, I think today that is very true. It's where you take all your money and you pour in something and hope to God it takes off. Like Jonathan Blow, yeah, you know, made Braid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he made it with anybody else. I have no idea. I just know he made it. He took all of that money that he made from Braid, which was quite a bit, mm-hmm. and dumped it into The Witness. Ah, yes. All of it. Now, that, to me, is a good indie developer. That, to me, is a good game developer because they are putting their all. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> and yeah. I don't, I'm not asking that of, of anybody. I mean, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine... Like I don't know, mortgaging your house or whatever oh, to yeah. to fund something that you have no idea will take off. And I'm sure Jonathan Blow and all these other dudes have families, kids, wives, whatever. Right. Uh, cousins, nephews, who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> Dogs, point bang, cats. Point bang. They uh, have their canary. They are putting a lot into these things, and and I bring up the witness because the witness is forty dollars, mm-hmm. and I when it came out. Uh, I had no problem spending the money. Looks like it's worth 40 bucks. Because I knew it was going to take me a long time to beat that game. And it did. I just finished it. Well, now, what if the game only got you six hours for $40? I think I would have a problem with that. Even though you like the game? Um, Considering, like, you know, looking back well, at how on. much... Okay. I don't... I judge a game more than just how much I like it. Okay. I judge a game on several different things. And that is a big part of it. Oh. And Obviously, liking is is fucking important. Right. So length and girth. Length. Uh, uh, this particular game, The Witness, there's no story. Okay. There's no real dialogue. There's no real anything other than what's in front of you. Interesting. And slight spoilers. <laughs> All throughout the game, it's like that. There's no. There's no reasoning. There's no explanation. Um, I'm sure you can. I'm sure there's hidden things in there that Jonathan Blow thinks that we should all get. <laughs> I think by now he knows that we don't all get his uh, his his mojo or whatever he's working out. Because I remember when Braid came out, it went pretty big. And people were like, this is a great game. This is what it means to us. And he's like, no, you just don't get it. You just don't get it. <laughs> but people were praising his game. People were throwing money at him, praising his game. And he's like, no, you, just, you guys just don't get it. I'm so upset about this. You guys just don't get it. Maybe he's just he screwing with everybody. Money. No. No? Uh, he's a very serious man, and like, that's fine. Like Kojima. No, I think he's more serious than Kojima. Whoa. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not fun at parties. <laughs> Kojima. Kojima, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure fucking Kojima's very fun at parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably brings a samurai sword, um, or some kind of tech. 
Really? I imagine he would just stand there with merely like a prosthetic hand and just stare at people. That's fun too. That's more fun than than blow. Like, and like I'm not red hand. Red I'm not being negative on the guy. Thing. You know, like that's who he is. That's fine. That's whatever. That's who he is. I'm not judging him. Mm-hmm. Um, are you though? No. I think you are a little bit. Not at all. I feel like you're judging a little bit. But anyway, so that's to me the witness. If it was, if it was a short game, I'd have an issue because all you're getting is puzzles, 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 mm-hmm. and it's basically variations on a puzzle. So it's not even like you're getting a mist style kind of game. Oh, it has the essence. I can feel like someone spraying a mist smell around me as I play the game. <laughs> and that's wow. an essence or some kind. It's got a. You know what I mean? It's got it's something in there. It's very misty. And you it can makes sense me misty. Someone reading the book in the corner of my eye, I thinking write, about it because I love mist. But I write the, I write in this book. I read me the blue pages. That's it. The blue pages. I was like, I can't remember. Ah, uh, bring me the red pages. Yeah. So, uh, oh, so that's not the kind of game it was. There's no, there's no like real interface. It's just. Your first-person view, your wonder on this beautiful island. So for me, if that game was short, I'd have a harder time swallowing the forty dollars um, than something like Firewatch, which actually has a narrative mm-hmm. and has this story that it's telling. Um, that's a big part. If a movie is only an hour and a half long, and you're spending eleven dollars a ticket, right? And you're you're bringing your spouse, your your girlfriend, or your boyfriend, or whatever. You're now spending twenty two dollars, and then there's popcorn and you know having to deal with using the public restrooms. So mm. already you're over what you'd be paying for Firewatch. Yeah, that's I, my point though. You're you're getting a story in a movie. You're getting a story, and you're hoping right. it's a good story. And you're being brought through that narrative, and I believe that's what Firewatch is all about. That's what really sells that game, and that's why it's I think to me it's worth spending the money. Not just the fact that it's a, it's an indie developer who obviously mm. took risks. I mean, there's plenty of people out there who are throwing money at them for that reason. And mm. I think that's great. That's not a reason why I buy games. No? No. You buy games because? Because I'm selfish. All right, there it is. <laughs> I buy games because I, I want to enjoy them. Because I want to enjoy them. You know, I, I do occasionally fund games, help fund games, mm. you know, and... Uh, I have as well. I have kickstarted yeah. a few, and that's great. You know that that's that's money here or there, and you know you hope to God it comes out eventually, or is good when it comes out. And right, um, but to me, uh, I'm I'm more worried about enjoying the game. Yeah, for me, um, I don't know if it's just maybe because I'm old now. It's not so much how long the game is. Is I really want a good immersive game, like story-wise. I really want, you know... And I I'll think pu- Firewatch, I'll, from what I've read, hammers home on that. Then, you know, I'd be all in. Like, I, I'll put up with, like, you know, bugs and things, like, in a game that's just... that I'm just so enjoying and so wrapped up in. Um, Like, uh, like, like the first Mass, Mass Effect. How's that, like, uh, had, a, had a lot of fun oddities to it. Yeah. You know... Now it might have been just because it was ported to the PlayStation, and I didn't. Oh, play you're being 60. sarcastic. And, yeah, the oddities were like, "Why is that happening? Where did you get? Who's talking to me?" <laughs> like it would, uh, it was switched to like you know while you're having a conversation, like there's, it was switched the camera angle. I'm like, "Oh, there's nobody standing there." <laughs> yeah. I think that's also Bioware. Or I'd stand next to somebody and they start talking to me, but their head would twist <laughs> like at a really weird angle. I'm like. <laughs> I've actually I've seen that. <laughs> What's happening? But the game was so much fun that I was like, eh, whatever. You know? Yeah. You know, or you know, even in uh I just like to get drunk in that game. Give me another. And the guy's like, This kills humans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is this is an alien oh, ale. Oh, in the second you. one, yeah. In the second <laughs> yeah. one where he, yeah. He's like, just give me another one. And then like the camera just drifts. Like, and then I like to go dancing. <laughs> but he is Shepard is an awesome dancer. Oh man, he's he is a lane. He he, he dances like C three PO. He kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> he's like like I'm making the airplane. 
But I mean, man. like, yeah, even the second one, there were some wacky things where I'm like, I would be, you know, going in fighting or whatever, and I'm like, I'd look around and be like, where the hell? Where's my squad? Uh. You know, I'd run back and find the two idiots, like, you know, huddled behind, like, you know, an, uh, a partition somewhere. I'm like, what? why are we standing? What? You know, like, putting the commands, I'm yeah. like, follow me, follow me. You know, I'm like, why aren't you moving? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's a I think that's a Bioware thing. That's the engine, right? But I'm just saying, like you know, the game was so much fun to play that you know could overlook it. You overlook bugs. So like, for me, I will you know if you give me a really really good story to a game, like I'm okay if it's a couple hours. Mm. I'm okay if it's you know. Well, um, the funny thing is that we're talking about this. We're talking about indie games being short. The last Halo campaign, I believe, could be finished in five hours. Oh yeah, that. I, yeah, that. I mean, obviously, there's added value to that though because there's there's multiplayer, which I think is probably more what people want. That's not how Halo rolls, though. That's not how it used to be. Well, I know, but it seems like that seems to be like where you want to compete now is your multiplayer. <sighs> seems like it's such a. I don't want to get on that subject. We can't, we can't even get started on that again. Yeah, Halo 5 was... Uh, Forgettable. That was a snooze fest. It really uh, was. That was a, that was a let's, shame. Let's, let's just change the subject. All right. So, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I found that... that uh, that letter interesting and the response interesting. It is actually always nice to to read the the responses from a developer or, or from some company like the mm-hmm. you know the CEO. Or it's nice to see that they are listening and they are replying and having this uh, openness with their customers. I think that's kind of really important. And and the you know developer did. You know, very nicely outlined. Like, here's everything we poured into it, and how we came to this to the, to the finished product. You know, so when we came out the price, we didn't think we were asking a lot for what, how much work we all poured into it. I almost thought when I was beginning to read the developer's response, mm-hmm. I initially was like, "Oh, here we go. Here comes the defensiveness." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, but it, it wasn't like that. It read like like genuine. Mm-hmm. Like this is genuinely why it is this. Mm-hmm. This is fact. This is reality. Take it or leave it. Right. They, you know, they were, and you know, she was absolutely. She was very. I felt very cordial about it. And very nice. And I and cordial. Oh, look at you. Yeah, thank you. You know, as opposed to you know where they try to get into like you know, get into the fuck you no fuck you fuck you more. Yeah, you if, know that kind of like where where there yeah. were degrades into that kind of thing. You're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, if, honestly, if the developer was like that, I I, I probably be like, eh, I'm probably gonna skip this game. <laughs> probably. Well, yeah. If I you know if I saw that, that'd be something I'd expect out of EA. Not really. Yeah, they yeah. shouldn't. They would never say. Oh, I shouldn't say never. But I would be very really surprised to hear something that blunt from no, a no 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 I don't mean uh, I shouldn't I should say I should have preface this uh, not them coming out and saying you know F you know fuck you kind of thing the EA I expect the big fuck you to come from like EA got it you know like oh yeah yeah okay whatever watch this <laughs> you know ka-ching yeah. dicks ka-ching you're all dicks that you know but then again I just think EA is just like probably like a lot of people think they're just douches heartless yeah soulless. I'm not a fan of the EA yeah not a fan of the EA at all but what are you gonna do you know what I don't care if they're delivering a good game that I was just gonna say I don't like, care if the games are made with like babies you know just melted down children or something <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, but I I, I am absolutely hypocritical because I have bought EA games, so it's not like, yeah. you know. To me, like I said, I'm very selfish. I'm a selfish gamer, uh-huh. and I don't think I shouldn't be. Nah, you know, I'm I'm the consumer. You no, know, so you're you're paying for it. But exactly. I I think 
going I back might buy to, this game as soon as we get off this. Yeah, uh, so going back to the like your original <laughs> thesis here, I think I'm all pumped up now. I don't think eighteen bucks is too much to ask for the game, even though it's like a couple of hours. You know, twenty bucks like, for I, us. I, I, twenty bucks for us. I spent yeah. twenty dollars on other dumb crap. Oh, I suppose I could buy this for uh, my computer. My computer could probably run this just fine. I don't want to buy for my. I suppose I could buy it for my Mac. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably buy it for PSN. Yeah, so I'd rather play it. Although I've read there's frame rate issues on the PlayStation. Really? Not the Xbox? I don't know. I didn't read anything about Xbox. Oh, maybe this will be the game you buy on the Xbox. Could be. Yeah. I, I've been reading though, and in, in the uh, Jane said that he she will patch it. They uh, will patch it. So I, I'm assuming Jane is a girl. Jane's a guy's name too. Wasn't Jane? Uh, Hey, hey, uh, do me wife, Jane, character from Oh, from show. Firefly? Firefly? The character. Firefly, yeah. Yeah, I said Firefly. Well, I'm not listening to you. I was asking my wife. Are you my but, wife? But that was his, that was No, his... you're not my wife. All right. <laughs> blind, blind spot? Oh, <laughs> no, I was doing earlier. Every time I say Jane, it's because of Blind Spot, the TV show. I believe his name's Jane. He was oh a, yeah, I yeah. stopped watching that. Very intense. Very intense. Yeah, I stopped watching because I was like, um, uh, I'm getting bored here. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I got bored. Like, I don't even know what episode it's on. I got bored at like episode three or four. I was like, oh, we're gonna. You have to check out Utopia. I'll check it out. Utopia is just. It, it's kind of like we're from Black a little bit. That I can't. Where things wait, are I can't just crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Nice. All right, let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, unless, that way. Unless you had anything else you wanted to add? I don't. Okay. Well, then. What are your thoughts on indie games and price points to them? You know, does it matter how short or long the game is? Is it more important for time played or is it more important for story? You know, let us know. Head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash humblebazooka. Leave us a comment. You can go to humblebazooka.com, find links there to our Facebook page, Twitter account, and to theouthousers.com. You can also find me on Super Podcast of Magnifico with Juan Dejo and El Squirrel Grande, or an amazing squirrel. I forget which name he's going by. <laughs> um... Also check out, you know, our good buddy Doc Flux, or Mr. TV Face. And I think that's about it, right? That sounds right. All right then. So until next time, guys. Say goodbye, Doomy. Bye, Doomy. <laughs> <laughs>